everybody. Welcome to Arsenal X, the Xbox podcast of Boss Rush Games. You can go to the website, bossrushgames.com, to find all of our other shows as well. But I am your host, Jesse Douglas, and today I am here with some fresh faces. Corey is back. <laughs> Hello. And we're going to welcome Laron today. This is his first time on, on Arsenal X, I believe. So, how's it uh, going? Our first time in this format, but what's popping, y'all? <laughs> Not too much. Uh, had kind of a fun day today. I My uh, son's birthday was, was recent, uh, more recently, and he got a whole bunch of cash money. And uh, so, we, we literally, like, like a bunch of uh, teenage girls... We, we went hop, hopping all over to stores and the mall and stuff today, literally from like, I think 11 o'clock till, till I think we got done like around three or four o'clock. Nice. <laughs> so we were, we, we, uh, but luckily, you know, like he's, uh, I'm, I'm finding out uh, that he's into some stuff that I never would have been in at his age. And I, and it makes me proud and like really glad because like one thing that I never was into at a young age was was reading and he absolutely he loves to like to read books and stuff and he bought a $50 it was 50 bucks at at Barnes and Noble but it's like 10 books and what it is is it's like they're called like the I survived series mm. and each each book is like about um a different like either I think that's based on some realistic history moments and some uh, some like just, you know, popular stories like uh, one of them has like a big shark on it. So I, I'm wondering if it's like something to do with Jaws or I don't I don't quite know what it's about. I, I'm curious to find out. But one of them is like about 9-11 and, you know, so it's like you're actually learning. Get He's learning about history, but it's like these kids are able to go back into time uh, in this thing that they've made or whatever, and then they can go back and experience it and kind of like, so they, they get to live in those moments throughout history and stuff like that. So it's kind of, it's, it seems interesting, but yeah, like two things when I was younger that I did not care about was history and, and reading. (laughs) So, So, you know, more power to them. I'm glad, but, you know, he so yeah, is that and and then of course he got a, a bunch of fun things and stuff too. But he loves to read and stuff. That was one of the things that he really wanted uh, for his birthday was gift cards for Barnes and Noble so he could go pick some books out. So I'm glad because it, it's he's gonna be so much better off than I than I was <laughs> and I still to this day I still to this day I pay for it. I'm I am awful at spelling. I'm awful at grammar i'm awful at all that stuff because i just i well i had attention deficit disorder so like reading was like one of the the most like difficult things for me to do because i couldn't i couldn't retain anything that i read like i just completely would forget the last paragraph i read like everything that i read it's just it was it's, it's felt like a waste of time and so it was really difficult for me, you know, like growing up to to do well at that kind of stuff. And I pay for it today a lot, but 
Yeah. So I'm glad. I'm glad he's not having that problem that I did. I I hear you on that part where like, man, just reading is just like, man, I unless I'm like a thousand percent into it, it's like <laughs> I don't I don't even remember what I read on this website I looked at five seconds ago. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's just well, I, I that, just can't. It, and it translates, like, unfortunately, it translates to games. Like, RPGs are some of the worst. Like, I cannot get into them because if there's too much reading and stuff, like, I can read it. But, like, for me, I would rather it be acted out and, like, you know, have actual voiceover work and stuff like that because I can retain that. Like, I can retain hearing stuff with visuals, mm-hmm. but... But reading reading text that like is just in a book somewhere in the game or whatever, I don't care, man. I'm hitting that yeah. button to to go past it because it. I'm gonna I'm gonna remember just as much as me skipping it all as reading it. So why even bother? So <laughs> yeah, that's a card. In this day and age, I feel like it's a cardinal sin if uh if 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 your game content is more reading than audio or in dialogue. Yeah. Yeah, like I understood it back in the day when it was very, you know, it was a lot more expensive and, you know, and difficult. Also, and also but, tech was limited back then. Yeah, but now, I mean, yeah, I there, the, there's not much excuse for it. So, I remember yeah. being, I remember being wowed when, um, when I, when I popped the Super Metroid in the NES and the SNES for the first time, and hearing the the last Metroid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you hearing that? Just hearing that voiceover, I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, last, the last Metro is in captivity. That was the line. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Yeah. I. I just. Yeah. It's. It's always for me. Like I've. There's been a lot of books that I've. Um. I've digested by audiobook. Um. There's actually a real. Uh, um. I, I watched the whole entire series of the that show that's on Apple TV Plus called uh, Calls, and it's 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 essentially it's a it's a audio audio with some visual TV show, but it's technically it's the the only visuals in it is they show like wavelength lines of like audio lines, you know, like like you would see like on a on you know, whatever sci-fi stuff where you see those, like the bouncing lines or like audio lines of when you're recording something or whatever. And, and then it, it just at each end of the line, it will just have the person who's, who's talking on each end. So, you know, who's talking, but other than that, there is no real visuals to it because the whole thing is just based around phone calls. Um, and, and it's a sci-fi, it's a sci-fi show um but it's all visual or all audio based just based on phone calls and explaining what's happening in the moments and it is a really good show like and the nice thing is is you can just listen to it if you don't want to watch it you can just listen to it and just like like you know kind of almost live in the experience and let your mind kind of wander with with your own visual thoughts of what's going on um, similar to like a podcast and stuff. So it's, yeah, it's interesting. I definitely suggest that if you got Apple TV plus that you definitely give that a shot. But, um, I yeah, think I still have some of my, cause like when I got my new phone, I got a year for free, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
like if you if you like that kind of like like sci-fi kind of like uh um like black mirror-esque kind of kind of stuff it's mm. it's similar to that but it's more of an audio experience and it just it, you know it's it there's tension and everything there because like you can hear like you know like when situations are happening and you can you know hear people in the background of like while the person's on the phone like you can hear things going on and and like you know the phone's cutting out and you know all those kind of tension kind of things yeah that that you can create and they they do a really good job of and the cast is like star-studded it's it's insane like i mean i'm talking like really really you know famous uh actors and actresses doing doing the audio for it too so and every every episode is is kind of a different situation but it's all kind of um part bits and pieces of the this main story of what's going on so hmm. it's yeah it's like i definitely worth worth giving it a shot if you got like i literally <laughs> i literally signed up for apple tv plus just so i could watch that <laughs> oh okay I, this is my first time this is my first time hearing about it i'd never heard of it before yeah. yeah, and there's there's another I mean, show too it's, on there that's good. I mean, I think the only show time. anybody's ever heard of on Apple TV Plus is Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Yeah. yeah. Well, for Which all I man, hear is amazing, but for all mankind is a really good one on there too. That's uh, like one of those alternate reality ones where um, Russia beat us to the moon, and then we the 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 aftermath and the. Uh, like the dis- the damage that that did to the U.S. and how we how we deal with it and kind of you know ul- ultimately just completely changes the course of it of U.S. history as you know to what we know it in real life to you know to something completely different and it's very much like that uh, like that uh, man in the high castle that I absolutely love on on Amazon so but. Yeah, there's there's a couple of good things on there, but I I am was surprised at the lack of content that's on there for for it being you know even the five dollars or whatever a month. Yeah, yeah. There is there's not much on there that you can watch through through that that service. A lot of it you still have to pay for. So yeah. But yeah, so so otherwise. <laughs> How have things been been with you guys? Is there anything uh, in particular, Laron, that you got going on that you want to talk about? Uh, it's been a busy it's been a busy week for me and uh, and my buddy Corey here just kept me even more busy with uh, with, with with formatting and stuff for like mm. pod clips and the new yeah. and the new thumbnail design and everything, which is cool. It's like man, I got to brush up on my Photoshop now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we started we started doing it with Tower Casuals. Uh, that that look, you know, and I, it. I noticed it, and I I didn't want to rush you to start begging for it. <laughs> yeah, I uh, and I was like, man, this is so cool. These thumbnails take a lot of time to do, because you have to mm-hmm. because for some reason, Destiny is such a huge game, but nobody produces transparent. Uh, files for any of the characters so i have to sit there and cut them all out in yeah. photoshop which takes forever uh, but it's uh since we started the new thumbnails and the pod clips it's seen our 
traffic to the YouTube channels bit has gone up. Uh, but yeah, sorry, Leron. It's okay. I gave, I gave everybody new projects to do. Whoops. That's okay. I'm I, like you know what? Honestly, I'm not really. I'm not really complaining about it. Like it's uh, it's actually it's actually helping me like you know step up my game. Yeah, because you're the, <laughs> you need to step up your game, Leron. You're doing <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, but kidding. this week this week has been a busy uh, busy week for me. Um, just uh, just with work. The I'm um, I'm doing the work and life balance thing right now. Um, yeah. so like so like the job like you know like I'm my IT guy. So we took on a new client and uh and it was uh it was basically like you know handheld hand hand holding and a whole bunch of stuff you know getting them acclimated to how things go because like we're we're not implementing a new system for how they run their office, but the way that we're streamlining it for them, it basically is like a new system for them, you know. But um, and then um, and then you know uh, two po- oh, well, two podcast shows, well technically three if you include this one this week. Uh, uh, would have been four. Uh, but um, but Jacob and I just were we were not ready to come back to Hunters for Hire just yet. <laughs> <laughs> we've got some, we stuff we got some stuff going on when Hunters for Hires comes back it'll be episode five we, we we got some we got some behind the scenes stuff going on and that's that's been it and then you, Mass Effect dropped this week well the Mass Effect uh, Legendary Edition dropped this week and uh, and I actually was on I was actually live on YouTube last night well live in the fact that you know like it was actual live gameplay like nobody saw my face as a matter of fact I, I put it as no commentary. Because I want to keep it as I want to keep it as pristine as possible. But when I do, yeah, the part stuff. I watched, the part I watched, by the way, not to mm-hmm. cut you off, because like yeah. we we were, uh, I was editing. Uh, we did a Mario Party stream last night, mm-hmm. and by the way, if you are uh, anxious to hear some, you know, PG thirteen jokes about pole climbing, uh, <laughs> check out that stream. Uh, <laughs> We, uh, I, I was editing it and I was talking to Ed and I was watching the stream because I wanted to see what Mass Effect looked like, right? Like I wanted to see the gunplay and stuff, and I just see Laurent being a dick to that guy and trying to get grenades from him. I'm like, oh my god, Laurent's being a renegade. <laughs> I, like I, I straddle the line between Par- Paragon and Renegade uh, in all the Mass Effect games. Like I usually wind up being slightly more Paragon than Renegade by the time it's all over. <laughs> Well, and, the, and that 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 kind of uh, that kind of uh, goes into you can actually if you want we could get into the what we've been playing for uh, with that if you actually because uh, we might as well just hop into that and you can just kind of talk about what you've been playing, uh, oh. Leron. Oh sure, yeah. Well, it's been um it's been Mass Mass Effect uh, the Legendary Edition. Uh, it 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 can't it, it kind of released at a weird time um, because I, I I'm playing it on Steam. Um, and May 14th was the day that I was supposed to be out. And I'm, I'm normally used to games being out at midnight or, you know, 12.01 a.m., mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, when I, and so I stayed up Thursday night just, just so I could make sure. I just wanted to see the intro. That was all. I didn't even want to play it that night. But I stayed up Thursday night so I could start it up and just see the intro and be all nostalgic <laughs> about it and everything. Mm-hmm. And also, also kind of look at something. Please that tell me what? the title screen is the Mass Effect 1 title screen where it's like, just the ambient synth sound. It is, it is, it is. But the, uh, yeah. but the, it is, but the, but the freaking background. You know, like, okay, the in the original game, it was just the 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 
the scape of the planet, you know, like you saw just like the this the the planet in the background, right? Mm-hmm. Well, there is it's more vibrant now. There's an actual moon in 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 the um in the image too, and there's a whole bunch of stuff in the um in like in like outer space. Like you just there's a lot of detail. That was that's one thing. Um, when you start the game, you know when they're talking about bringing Shepard in for this mission and everything, and possibly making him a Spectre and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. As they're pulling back from the from the viewport that Shepard's looking out of at that planet, you can actually see Shepard's reflection in the window. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. The, That's um, and, sexy. Yeah. The text, by the way, because uh, Mass Effect One, like when you had your subtitles on, Mass Effect One had had different had different text than Mass Effect Two and Three. Mass Effect Two and Three had the same text, uh, mm-hmm. but now but now Mass Effect One has these same text that was used for Mass Effect Two and Three subtitles, and that's all I'm really gonna say without spoiling much about it. Uh, you know, yes, about, please don't spoil this 14 year old <laughs> game that everybody should have played already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I mean just just you gotta look for the surprises for yourself. Okay, you know, one one more one more surprise. Um, one, one more, one more spoiler. When you use a sniper rifle, you can actually, the sniper rifle actually sits still when you're looking down the reticle. Oh, thank God! It's not like that weird RPG style mechanic from the first game, like the original first game, right? Where like, if you don't have your points put into it, you're not like, whoa, yes. I'm yes. this cool <laughs> space soldier, and I can't aim a gun. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't hold a gun properly. Yeah, no, not like that at all. Uh, yeah. It, so it feels more like two and three a little bit. The first game. Yes. Yeah. So far from what I've so far from what I've seen because um I just finished I just finished the uh the Eden Prime the Eden Prime stuff. So um, I'm heading to the Citadel right now. Nice. Great. That's awesome. I'm <laughs> while we've been sitting here hanging out, I actually <laughs> just bought it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you. Well, Good on you. You know if. We might get yelled at in the morning, but that's okay. That's fine. <laughs> be, like, that... be like, honey, what did you do? <laughs> oh, speaking of Mass Effect, though, I found a physical copy of Mass Effect Andromeda for $4. Oh. So it's, I spent $4 on that, and now it's sitting on my shelf and will never be opened. You, you, <laughs> know, what I don't... Andromeda. you know what I don't get is... Why? Why is Destiny two for like physical still like twenty three dollars in the store or twenty five dollars or whatever it is? <laughs> like I just uh, I came across a copy, copy of it. I know, but I came across a copy of it today, and I'm like, they like they should probably just repackage this with like the new like the the new season like pass or whatever in in with them. If they're gonna yeah. do that, but I, but it probably just costs way too much money to keep on releasing it every time they come out with a new, yeah. a new expansion. Essentially, yeah, they didn't even release a physical edition for Beyond Light. Yeah, like there was well, no box copy of Beyond Light whatsoever. Yeah, well, it, actually, what they should do is they should just produce essentially like get rid of the physical copies like altogether and just do the. The digital, yeah. um, the digital I think, seasons. I think that's what they're doing. I think they've. Yeah. I think I think whatever you see left is what they have left. Yeah. They did. They did do a physical version for Forsaken, but I don't think they did yeah. one for Shadowkeep, and I know they didn't do one for Beyond Light. So. Yeah, yeah, because I remember the Forsaken one. The you know the whole 
the alternate cover and stuff on it. But yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right. Is that all you've been playing, Laron? Uh, Monster Actually, Monster, Monster yeah. Rise on the Switch. Mm. That's Play not action. an Xbox platform. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, I, actually, I was planning on playing that, uh, but I'm hanging out with you guys tonight, and you know what? I'm not complaining about it. <laughs> I saw that, uh, like after I asked you to come hang out with us tonight, I was like, uh-huh. you "Should be on the show." And then I opened Twitter, and it's like, "Getting ready to start my Monster Hunter stream one minute ago." I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah, don't worry about it, man. Don't worry about it." <laughs> All right. Well, Corey, what a, what have you been playing? Uh, well. I've been playing Outriders. Uh, it's it's my game of the year so far. <laughs> I love I'm, Outriders. I, I'm, it's, it just makes me laugh so much because you and like so many people were down on it in the beginning, like from the demo. And well, like that's a thing. lot of people, a lot of people, because that demo did suck. Yeah, here's here's the thing. Okay, when Outriders was on Game Informer's cover, mm-hmm. I was like. Oh man, the Gears Judgment guys are making a, a a cool looter game that's like third person, looks like it plays like Gears with a little bit of Destiny influences in there. I'm ready. This looks awesome. Then it got delayed. I'm like, okay, it got delayed. Then it got delayed again. I'm like, oh boy. Mm-hmm. Then Square's like, we're putting out a demo and your progress carries over like two months before the game comes out. I'm like, oh no, this game's going to not be great and then i played the demo i'm like oh no this game's not great and then they announced it was coming to game pass i'm like oh no this game's gonna suck because they're putting it on game pass day one (laughs) uh but honestly after the first like that first i would say hour and 15 minutes or so Mm -hmm. that game opens up and you get your powers and you're actually doing like real missions and stuff Mm -hmm. the game is a game that's totally built for the types of games that I, that I like. Yeah. Uh, Cover-based yeah. shooter plays just like... Dude, it plays so much like Gears. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I picked the Pyromancer, so I have, like, a fire whip that drains people's lives mm-hmm. uh, while it gives me health. Uh, I've got uh, Incendiary, uh, where, like, my hands catch on fire and it turns all my bullets in the gun. Which, by the way, as long as Incendiary mode's on infinite bullets infinite bullets yeah. yeah uh i have that and then i have like this firewall that can you know set people on fire and uh i have this also this other ability where if you hit both shoulder buttons at the same time uh it marks all the enemies and actually makes them like pop out of cover if they're in cover so you can oh, see where okay. they're at and then it marks them with a little red dot above their head nice uh it's been a few days since I played, but I this is like I love this game. I don't care what yeah. anybody says. Now, granted, it's got some problems, right? Yeah. Like it's not a yep. perfect game, but it's the perfect game for me. It's got really cheesy writing. It's got over the top dialogue. The story makes sense, but not in a way that makes you care all about it. You know, it's just like okay, humans destroyed Earth. They're they they're on this new planet. They thought it was safe. It's not. You get hit by this storm that gives you superpowers, and now you just shoot your way through these bad guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds like a plan. Yeah, it's you know like that's the thing is, 
I know, I know, and and you know, and that's fine. I have the, I have nothing against it whatsoever. People can, you know, feel how they want to about it, but like, I, I, was, I, I was kind of just kind of rolled my eyes a little bit when people who are taking the writing and all that stuff like like just being so critical about it because I'm like it just like to me it just is not taking itself seriously whatsoever like it it's supposed to be bad like like to me like like the main character is like he is just awesome and how awful he is yeah uh, you know as a well, as a speaker it's... and it's like it's almost like like Duke Nukem for me. Like, yeah. like I take him it's as not, seriously I mean, as bad. Duke Nukem. It's not that bad, but I mean. Yeah, <laughs> but, it, but it's it's close. It's close to just being like, yeah, like, because I, I just absolutely, like, I just got to that part a little bit ago, and I know they talked about it on another podcast, but I absolutely love the part when when they're, you're by that, that volcano thing or whatever, and, and, you know, and they're like, you know, we can't go over that volcano because something in there, you know, always kills everyone and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So we got to try to find a different way there. He's like, oh, so what you're saying is I need to take care of whatever, kill whatever is in the volcano. And yeah. they're just like, uh, no. Like, yeah. are you crazy? And he's like, oh, yeah, well, just tell me how to get there. <laughs> like, yeah. essentially, he's like, I don't give a shit, man. I'm, what do I <laughs> Yeah, you, I mean that's that's the whole character. It's like, yeah, it's funny because like there's this whole serious story going on around him about survival yeah. and stuff, and he just walks in. He's like, I don't give a fuck. Just tell me where to go. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just take care of it. Like, like there's this there's this side mission that opens up after you kill the giant volcano spider, which yeah. by the way, did on world world tier seven by myself, and it took me almost an hour and a half to do, and it was awful. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. yeah. I, I hate myself for keeping it on that high of a world tier, but the loot is so good. So, man. Yeah, man. Uh, th this game does get difficult. Like, oh, yeah. I, man. I regret playing it by myself at that world tier, but I did anyway. Uh, yeah. But there, there's this side mission that opens up about a cult, and you have to go kill the cult leader. And then after you kill the cult leader, the cultists, like, start worshiping you. <laughs> like, awesome. he's like he like points at the door he's like go run away leave and they're like bowing down worshiping him so he just, he just takes a gun and like just starts shooting in the air he's like get out of here fuckers it's really <laughs> so, so oh, yeah it's so I, good. yeah i yeah i just like if if you don't take that game seriously it, it it's pretty entertaining <laughs> yeah, and I I get like people want good stories out of games. Yeah, but there's there's room for those games, right? Like, but there's also room for games that just like don't give a shit what you think about it, right? It's just yeah. like I don't care. Just let me go. Just let that's, me play the game. That's exactly why I fell in love with Saints Row Three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I mean, and surprisingly enough, though, Saints Row actually had a decent a decent story. story. Yeah, <laughs> but it was. <laughs> But it it's was like, also ridiculous. <laughs> it's it's funny too. Like the games that you end up, like the, the stories you're not really supposed to care about are the ones you end up caring about the most. Sometimes. The most, yeah. Yeah. Well, so. like I mean, look at for me, <laughs> Far Cry Five was my favorite game of the year. That like, that was my personal game of the year, and everyone talked about how awful and dumb the like the storyline was. 
but I just loved I just loved how ridiculous it was. Like any of that cult kind of stuff like that, I just find fascinating and just just you know it, I thought it was hilarious the way they did it and just how cheesy it was with like the whole the whole like drug stuff you know like <laughs> them making this drug stuff that like makes people like all like starry eyed and like not care and whatever like it, it just was so ridiculous and like the characters were just so dumb and ridiculous but but that's what made it so interesting to me is because it wasn't taking itself too seriously like there was a seriousness to it but it, it was just it was so obvious that it just was not trying to be some you know like movie tier like storyline you know like it it just was trying to be something goofy like I feel like most of the Far Cry games have been. They've kind of mm-hmm. always had that hint of just ridiculousness. You know? Yeah. But I I love I love games like that. You know, I mean it's 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 at that point too where like I, I mean I've also been playing Destiny, so I guess I'll talk about that a little bit where like I used to like not really care about the story in Destiny where especially because like Destiny One, like nobody knew what was happening. It took it took you know, a YouTuber to make sense of the story of Destiny mm-hmm. One. My name is Bife, by the way. Incredible mm-hmm. lore YouTuber. If you are into lore <laughs> of any game, especially Destiny, because I mean that's kind of what he specializes in is Destiny. But he went into the, he went into a little bit of Outriders lore. He went into Warframe a little bit. Like he does some things like that, but he's mostly a Destiny lore guy. Yeah, he's amazing. He's like. Yeah the greatest youtuber who ever lived he has like four and five hour videos of like each of just breaking down specific events in destiny lore that you don't even see in the game right it's just wild and yes i've watched (laughs) them all yeah i wish they were in podcast form by the way yeah yeah Uh, but uh, maybe suggest that (laughs) uh, suggest that to him because yeah that would be pretty cool I've also been playing uh, the new season in Destiny, Season of the Splicer, uh, where you are partnering with the House of Light from of the Fallen, who are, you know, they're kind of like this, uh, uh, if you've played Destiny, you can listen to Tower Casuals if you want to hear more about it, uh, but they're just this uh, fallen house who still worships the Traveler, even though the Traveler abandoned them for humanity, and... Uh, we're partnering with them to try to take on the Vex offensive, which is coming. Uh, the city is in a endless night, which is like a an overpowered Vex simulation uh, that has caused the sun to go black. And uh, so that's cool. I really love the aesthetic. Uh, if you are a fan of any like anything from 80s arcade era stuff. And you get sucked into these uh, Vex simulations. It's basically just, you know, pink and purple and blue wireframed levels that you're running through to uh, stop the simulations. It's so cool. It's some of the best aesthetic that I've ever seen in Destiny. Uh, and since it's a computer program, a simulated computer program, it, you're basically hacking into the Matrix into these programs. Is basically yeah. how you're getting in there. And uh, to stop them and it's some of the coolest art i've seen if we don't get some pvp maps or some gambit maps with this aesthetic this season uh 
and be kind of upset. Uh, also, if you want to hear Josh ramble on about how bad PvP is in Destiny right now with Stasis, uh, <laughs> dude, I've never seen someone so upset in my life. Dude. Sorry, Josh. It's uh, Destiny's not a PvP game anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Is like I, I played PvP when it first came out. Um, well, like shortly after, you know, it first came out, but honestly, I think like after the first big expansion, like that, that game was really difficult to play PVP and like, because you have, you have to keep up on every single gun, you know, like every single like thing that, that you can get and like, you know, like it. Because I tried going into it, you know, with whatever I had for guns and every, like, I would literally just be instantly just mowed down because nothing I had could even remotely compete, compete with what, what I was getting shot at with. So it, mm-hmm. it just was really like, you have to stay up on top of everything to have any kind and of chance. Not only do you have to stay up on it, you have to be good with those weapons too. Uh, yeah. But right now it's like, if you have if you're using stasis and with the new like the way you upgrade stasis now is like you can overpower for a, a PvP game that's uh supposed supposed to be very kinetic and very fast paced and uh you know stasis is the ice powers that you get for those who don't know uh mm-hmm. you are frozen all the time if you're not using stasis you might as well just not play PvP and if you're not using shotguns, you might as well just not play PvP. Like it's just, it's a it's a shotgun fest with with ice powers, and it's just not great. Uh, yeah. Although, as someone who sucks, I've fallen into the uh, I'm going to use stasis and shotgun strap because I don't feel like <laughs> sucking. So you can yell at me if you want because I'm part of the problem. But oh, trust me, as someone who plays uh, Fortnite often lately not no game in the world that i have ever played has ever been more frustrating when it comes to someone using the same weapon over and over like shotguns in that game are just so overpowered like just so badly overpowered and like literally to the point of where people will shoot at you with a shotgun from medium to close range at all times and they'll 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 run around with a shotgun the a, a gun a shotgun should never be that powerful that you can run around with it as your main unless you know like you're in it's more of a close combat game like halo was or something you know like where where at least the quarters are are you know it's a it's a closed in map but when you're playing an open battle royal game and you're running around with the shotgun as your main, you know that that something is that is too overpowered. It's it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Because that's like literally 99% of the time that I die, it's from a shotgun. Because yeah. literally that's all anyone uses in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of ridiculous. Uh, but I do like the new uh season they seasons are gonna get real weird soon because of uh they delayed the next main expansion into early next year oh okay. uh, 
so next season is going to be like six months long instead of three. And uh, oh. yeah, you know, it's it's gonna it's gonna be time to take a little bit of a break from Destiny soon, but also mm-hmm. it's the new season is fun. If you're into Destiny, I I recommend checking it out. The new armor sets are cool. The new weapons are cool. Uh, my favorite weapon of all time is actually back, uh, and is the Nightfall weapon next week, which I'm very excited for. Hung Jury. It's a scout oh, rifle. Okay. Uh, it's a scout rifle with a perk called Firefly on it, where if you hit if you headshot someone, uh, the bullet turns into a bunch of ex- explosive rounds and does damage to people around you around them also. So nice. Very nice. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of, that is the one thing I really, really liked about, uh, about, uh, um, uh, what is the 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 other game you're talking about now? Outriders. Yeah, Outriders. Like I really liked the that you get guns with perks and stuff on it, like almost instantly. Yeah. And like they did a really good job. Even, even the the I think they're exotic weapons uh you know parallels called i think they're called what epic or legendary or something yeah uh, get really cool perks really fast and like since there's no balancing to the game because there's no pvp to balance with yeah. it yeah. they get really crazy with some of those perks it's yeah awesome. yeah i love i love that yeah it, it really does like and i and uh, like you said i understand destiny can't quite do that because you know, unless they turned off perks completely yeah. in PvP, but yeah. but yeah, like that is one thing that I really absolutely love, and and just like again, like I said, like how early on you can get some of those really good perks, because in Destiny, a lot of times some of the best perks are locked behind mm-hmm. uh, guns that you really gotta either do like, you know, like you gotta do raids or do whatever to to get, yeah. Um, Anything the huge good. exotic quests, and then like some of yeah. them don't even unlock the best perk until you do the catalyst, which is another probably like five yeah. to ten hours of grinding. And it's just like, oh man, make it stop. Yeah, yeah. but it's fine. Yeah, sorry for that long tangent. Eh, that's fine. So, so that's all. That's all then, basically, that you've been playing. Uh, yeah, that's all I'm going to talk about for now. Okay. Oh yeah. I... Oh wait. Hold on. One okay. more thing. <laughs> I, I I played the first level of Titanfall 2 with FPS boost on Xbox Series X, and oh boy, that game runs at 120 really, really nice. It like hurt my eyes yeah. to watch it run that fast. It was really nice. I know, Leron, you're super PC guy. And probably play it like 4,000 frames a second. You know, at <laughs> 8K on your 75 inch TV above your face right now, but. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm us I'm peasants, mo- I, I, us I'm, peasants who. <laughs> I, I'm modest. I played in 120 frames. <laughs> I like knowing yeah. I, I like knowing that I can get to that point though. But you know, I'm modest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I know. Like when all this boost stuff started coming out, like I'm like, oh man. Do I really need to start thinking about getting a 4K TV that can do over over 60 frames now? Because I thought I was gonna be content with not <laughs> not needing one, but but I mean, like all these games, like be, I 
just because like yeah like especially titanfall too like that if there's a game that i would want to play at high frame rates it's that one just because that game just looks so amazing even in the the like 60 or 30 or whatever it was running in originally but but yeah i would that's one of those games that i i do want to go back and just play the campaign too because like still to this day is one of the best uh fps campaigns that i've ever played so you know like i you know i i'm glad that there that there's a renewed uh uh you know interest in that game and and a lot of people i've been seeing you know who who did because of that boost they went back and they played it and they're like holy cow how did i not play this you know this campaign it's so good you know there's a lot of people that played it for the first time now and absolutely you know fell in love like with it like we did when it came out and and it's just really good to see you know especially like i can't imagine the guys at respawn are probably just like absolutely just think you know just love that that people are uh experiencing that again um and you know yeah. people some people for the first time because yeah it, it it was unfortunately way overlooked when it first came out but <clears throat> yeah it, for me i haven't really been playing a whole lot um <clears throat> on my xbox recently other you know other than stuff that i that I play with friends or whatever, like I said, like I play Fortnite with my friends and stuff like that. But um, I did go back to Control though, um, because I was really bummed that you know that you can't that your save from the, when I originally beat the game that save didn't transfer over to the the um, the Series X uh, version of it which really sucks because all I all I needed to do then was play the expansions and you can't just go, skip right to the expansions you have to finish the regular game to get to it well luckily i found out that they have cheat codes you can turn on and you still get you still get uh you still get um uh rewards and stuff even if you have the cheats on so i just turned it on where i can't die and and it's a one shot <laughs> One shot kill for anything, including bosses. Oh, <laughs> and, uh. and I'm so so I'm just I'm just grinding through it, and then once I get to the expansion, I'm gonna turn those things off and then play it the regular way. So I just essentially I'm doing this just to speed through the beginning <laughs> that I already <laughs> played. <laughs> hey 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 wow. hey! No nobody's knocking you for doing that. No, I, I mean am you know cheater. Like, <laughs> And like I said, though, like, yeah, it's cool that you can just turn them on and off whenever you feel like right in the middle of gameplay, even like you can turn those cheats on and off. But yeah, and I still so now I'm getting a second, you know, for the second time, I'm getting those uh, re the uh, the achievements for that game because it's it's technically considered a whole brand new game. So <laughs> but yeah so i like in you know there's those areas in control where you can't go in them unless you have a certain like ability oh well, yeah. because i can't die i can just go in there and it's and your my health is just keeps on flashing but i don't die and i can just go and grab those those uh uh things that are in there that you that you can <laughs> that i can just now get without without any any of the abilities to do it or whatever so 
yeah, so I, I, I went back to that, and I've been trying to grind through the beginning of that so I can experience the, the Alan Wake stuff and, and all that because I really want to see that stuff. Um, and then uh, I've, I've started uh, Resident Evil 8. Um, mm-hmm. I, I put it on hold um, because of stuff that I'll, I'll talk about more on, uh, on uh, Boss Rush tomorrow, but... Oh, wow, you got a <laughs> PS4. Yeah, I got a PS4, so I've mm. I've been playing some stuff on there. Um, yeah, and thanks to the whole game share library share stuff, I essentially have access to every single uh, uh, exclusive game for PS4, and I didn't have to pay anything except for what I paid for to to buy buy the console and stuff from my friend. But mm. yeah, so I've. So I, I, yeah, I've been doing a little bit of playing on that, but uh, I'm going to be jumping here because I finished what I was playing on there for now. Um, and so I want to go back into Resident Evil 8 a bit. But but yeah, that so con- mostly control and that stuff and, uh, and Resident Evil 8 and, and a little bit of Far Cry 5 just to experience that running at the 60 frames uh at 4k instead of the 30 that it originally ran at so because that was one of one of the many games that got a boost so yeah so yeah so that that's pretty much all that i've been playing so so let's get into the news now that we're almost an hour in we've got a lot we've got a lot of news there is a lot of stuff to talk about uh this week i i mean part of that is also because i may have have missed a week, but I, I don't think there was a whole lot going on during that week, to be honest. So, all right. So, uh, the Arsa news. The first thing that we have um, is a lot of talk about Starfield, and a lot of talk about it being an exclusive. Um, and so, so there's been a lot of reporting on it, obviously, and. You know, someone uh, had essentially came out, and you know, like it's not a, it's not official, uh, an official Xbox person, if I recall, that that said it, but he is just basically saying, yeah, like it's it's no, it's you know, it's no secret that that Starfield is going to be exclusive for Xbox or whatever, essentially. I mean, it's and, they bought Bethesda. I don't see why yeah. it really wouldn't you know unless they had yeah. some kind of weird contractual obligations like they did with uh death loop and what ghost ghost fire tokyo right that's yeah. the other one yeah yeah so yeah and they, and they never they never they never really talked about formats in general at all like if i remember correctly with this game i don't think they even said whether it was going to be on xbox one or be on on Xbox Series X or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think they really specified anything. So, therefore, they they have nothing to to hold you know hold any kind of promises to, anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. But I yeah. mean, I know, Laron, you're a PC gamer, so if you play this game, you'll probably play it there. But mm-hmm. uh, I know since you host our PlayStation show, are you guys, are you guys going to talk about this? Like, what do you think about it? 
Cool. Yeah, we are we are going to talk about it because I think Austin had interest in this, so I'm gonna I'm gonna see I'm gonna see what he's um I'm I'm gonna see what he's feeling about it. Um, as yeah. a matter of fact, I reach out to him tomorrow, see if he wants to wants to run it just for a, a talking topic. If anything, it'll probably be a blurb because we don't need to go in like super deep into this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but yeah, like I I have somewhat of an interest in it, so I probably will pick it up on PC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which you know, like that's the thing is Microsoft. You know, like, they want to make sure that people have the ability to play these games. You might not be able to play it if you have a PlayStation, but but they're, they're, they're trying to give people options, at least. You know, it's not completely cut off to their console and their console only, you know. Like, that well, that's the nice thing about it. I mean... Yeah, you know, I know. Always- I've always I've always said most 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 households have a PC and one of the regular consoles. Most households, yeah. you know. Yeah. I, I I and by regular consoles I mean like the PlayStation or the or the or the Xbox, you know. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like with the way Nintendo consoles are right now, Nintendo consoles are like the, the they're like the side chick of the of, mm-hmm. of, of, of consoles. So like you, you have a PC, you have a, a main console, and you have a, a Switch or a 3DS you have a or whatever. Wife, a girlfriend and a mistress. <laughs> yes, basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, and theoretically, now I don't I because I'll I'll be honest, I haven't really looked a whole lot into this yet, but it is something that I would like to go over uh, more on this show about one of these episodes. But so Game Pass is browser based now i wonder does that mean essentially that there could possibly be a browser based version of game pass you could play through the browser on your ps uh five <laughs> like i mean, I mean theory i mean it depends what i don't even know what browser the ps5 has but i know that they have it working on edge if you really want to play your xbox games like that on xbox like the whatever the browser is on Xbox yeah. One and Xbox Series X, like, yeah, Game Pass works through that browser. Yeah. Which is hilarious. Which, 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 I mean, that is the best way to play it, essentially, if you think about it, because having a direct connection, uh, 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 you know, hardwired to your internet is going mm-hmm. to be the best connection that, that you can get. Mm-hmm. So... So, I mean, if you're, you know, if you have, sh- you know, a shitty or your Wi-Fi uh, router that you have doesn't do the five, you know, 5G or whatever, um, you know, the five gigahertz or whatever it is uh, connection that's the, the, the stronger connection or whatever, then that's going to be the better way to do it anyways. Yeah. Um. You know, then then playing on your phone through Wi-Fi or whatever, or essentially a lot of TVs, because I feel like, I feel like uh, I I don't know, maybe they haven't, but are they still putting like the option to hardwire, uh, your your TVs into the internet? Um, you know, in the smart TVs and stuff. I wonder. Like, I don't really know. I haven't really kept up with that as much, but. Because I know mine has the uh, the ability to hardwire the internet into it, but I I want to say that there might be some TVs that are only Wi-Fi connected for uh, internet if you have a smart TV. But I could be wrong. I don't know. Maybe maybe that isn't, isn't I, so. I but. don't I don't know. Uh, but you know, with 
Xbox talking about putting Game Pass wherever they can, right? Like I've mm-hmm. I've actually been playing a little bit of Outriders through the browser on my phone in bed a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. Uh, and it it works better than remote play, which is yeah. hilarious. Like yeah. I mean, because the Xbox app has remote play, and since I have an iPhone, I can't play Game Pass games through the app, right? Like yeah. I have to yeah. I have to play through the browser, mm-hmm. uh, but it works better through the browser than it does on the app. Yeah. Uh, which, which might just be like a phone thing, right? Like if you have your TV hardwired in as a smart TV and Game Pass ends up coming to smart TVs, uh, that might be a better way to go, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. But the browser is an amazing... I can't believe that it works that well. I just yeah. can't. I can't yeah. believe that the browser gaming works that well. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, so, and... I mean, on with that, like, Starfield will come to Game Pass day one, uh, and you can play it through your browser as long as you have an, a browser and a controller that you can plug in or via Bluetooth. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you can play Starfield for $15 or $10. You know? Yeah, because I mean, essentially, your Microsoft your Microsoft account can very easily, you know, if you have a Windows PC, you know, or whatever, or even if you don't, you know, you can create a Microsoft account. You can create a account. Mm-hmm. You can sign up for it. You don't have, yeah, you don't have and to they, have an Xbox. You don't. Have, like you said, you don't even need a a PC that can play games anymore. There's going to be deals all the time. You can sign up for Game Pass Ult- a new Game Pass Ultimate subscriber can get 3 months for a dollar right now. Yeah. So 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 that... yeah, you can essentially when that game comes out, if you really really want to play it and you only have a PlayStation, there is a million ways that you can do it for a dollar. And this <laughs> also like I mean, I know Game Pass is like their what they're pushing, but this could also yeah. be a Trojan horse for a Series S. You know how many people that are primarily PlayStation yeah. games that I know are like, oh yeah, Series S is my Game Pass machine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a Series S. It's a ama- It's the best. It's my favorite console I own, and I have a Series X. It's wait, just how, like wait, how much does that thing cost? Is it like two hundred dollars? How much is it? Two ninety nine. What? Yeah. Then... Some places. Some places are selling it for two seventy nine right now. I saw. Wow. And, some of, and, some of them are bundling it with three months of Game Pass. I I swear it looks like looks like Series S would be the console I put downstairs in the living room because I'm stingy also, with my way, I'm stingy with my consoles. They're upstairs in my room. By the way, most most game most Xbox games run at 1440p60 on this thing. Yeah. Oh uh, shoot. Yeah. Destiny, yeah, it, Destiny it, 2 it can do up-res, too. It can run 4K at uh. Um, you know, but it's it's just doing the checkerboarded, which also who cares? Destiny, yeah, who, ca- who cares? Destiny 2's Crucible mode can run at 1080p 120 on Series S. It can run at 120 frames a second. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's 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 an impressive, you know, like it's early on and and it's already it's been doing some pretty impressive things for for mm-hmm. the price range and. You know, and I, I didn't really put it in the, in our news or anything, but I, you know, like they, they, they've been talking about how, you know, like from that, that whole epic, uh, <laughs> trial stuff, which maybe you'll have to talk about that some more, uh, even on boss rush, mm-hmm. uh, but like all, all the stuff that's been happening around that, but like, you know, Xbox essentially saying that they've never made a profit off of their consoles. 
ever. Which, I mean, that's understandable. Like most companies don't like yeah. most companies will break even. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I know the PlayStation Four made a profit day one, but it was like eight dollars a console, I think. Which I mean, I guess you know, if you sell a million consoles, that's eight million dollars, right? I mean, that's yeah. Yeah. still a lot of money but mm-hmm. nintendo usually breaks even at launch and then ends up making money later down the line but xbox i mean microsoft can eat the cost right that's yeah they're microsoft they have they can eat the cost on the consoles and make money on the back end through game sales uh yeah and i know yeah. game pass isn't profitable yet but like at some point if you get enough subscribers at even ten dollars a month right like they're at what what they say, 23 million subscribers at this point? Yeah, yeah. Uh, on an average of $10 a month, right? That's, yeah. That's, 200, yeah. <laughs> that's $230 million a month that you're making yeah. in revenue, yeah. you know? Uh, and I know they're making deals, and I know it costs money to run the servers and stuff, but at the end of the day, that's a lot of money. And at the end yeah. of the day, one year of, of Game Pass can fund your first-party production for the next four years. Yeah. So. Well, and, well, and you know, and that's and that's the thing, you know, like Netflix. It was the same with Netflix. It, it was, you know, like it wasn't nearly as as profitable in the beginning. I mean, the the only reason they had profit in the beginning is because it was essentially no different than uh, you know, a movie rental place, but you could just do it through the mail, right? And so, you know, like they had very little digital you know stuff online that you could watch you know instantly yeah. but and, but i and to but, that extent in that conversation too everybody's like well if x is game pass isn't profitable why does it exist well netflix just turned a profit for the first time like three years ago yeah so and it's been around since the early 2000s yeah and and mm-hmm. they've still been putting a lot of money into you know, it wasn't like that year that they turned a profit. They they stopped investing in shows. Like yeah. it was it was because it you know it finally had you know had gotten to the point of where it yeah it breaks the the fever or whatever you want to call it. Like it just you know it like has to push past that that barrier. Yeah. And yeah. So as we completely go off topic, but. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not yeah. though because like Star, no, if Starfield's no. exclusive. Yeah. That's a big, that's a console seller. That's a. Yeah. I mean, if if you don't like playing PC games, Starfield is a console seller, and if you don't want to pay seventy dollars, right? Like, yeah. even if you are a PC gamer, like you can either add it to your Steam library by paying seventy dollars, or you can pay your ten dollars and play it through mm-hmm. Game Pass. You know. Mm-hmm. So either way, Microsoft's winning, right? Because they're like, yeah. oh, well, we got another Game Pass subscriber, or, hey, we just made 70% of that $70 sale off Steam. Yeah. Or 30% off Steam. Yeah. you know, Or if they buy it directly through Xbox, somebody doesn't want Game Pass. We know one in particular person that may appear on the show from time to time that doesn't believe in Game Pass. <laughs> Ed. <laughs> Uh, sorry, Ed, I had to call you out. We got to do it at least once a show. You're not here. Uh, but like you make that $70 purchase on Xbox, like that all goes to Microsoft now. So yeah, yeah. They, Microsoft isn't losing any way you slice this pie. Yeah. And, and, you know, and like, the, I mean, 
and there even I you know like there was talks about it. I don't know. I don't know now for sure whether it's going to happen, but you know I talked about this last week that. Well, I mean, we know for sure that they're doing stuff on the uh, Microsoft Store on PC. They're they you know they're they're cutting their profits and giving more of the profit to the you know to to the developers and stuff. But um, you know, and there, there's some other stuff too. Like they're apparently they're working on a new a, a new store that will actually be something people want to use <laughs> but that's another yeah. whole topic so yeah i heard that they were trying to do that too was yeah. new which which i hope they do because i mean it you know like it would be nice to have you know if if stuff that you want to find and you know you're you're willing to use that their store but it just needs to be better for you then you know that mm-hmm. should be some and they've you know they've talked about how they're trying to be better for the people who want to play games on pc and stuff too so that mm-hmm. would only make sense yeah all right so the next next topic we have is um i kind of just just in general the so this update that we recently got to the series x um you you most likely have probably experienced most of it you've noticed uh or heard about the uh the different like live backgrounds and stuff now that you can put on i i personally i have that original xbox uh flubber looking uh mutating thing going on in the background at all times on mine you said flubber (laughs) yeah yeah, that well, that, that's what that reminded me of was Flubber, you know, like that that original Xbox uh, startup, where that yeah. that like glo- you know, green glob is kind of mutating. Yeah. So yeah, I, I've got that one on mine, but um, so yeah, there's obviously that, but one of the really cool things, and I just added it recent, uh, actually just today to my to my uh, my screen, my main screen on my Xbox, but. I love that they finally put a thing where now you can put it shows all of your games that are that are in uh, that are sitting there waiting for the quick resume. So now you can you can actually post that up on your Xbox and see what games are in quick resume right now, you know, on your Xbox. And it's and now you can kind of either shut those games off that you don't want to be in quick resume. Or, you know, click on the games that are already ready for you to just hop right back into. And I think that that was a absolutely great uh, addition um, to to helping people understand what games are in Quick Resume at the time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you may forget what games... Or, honestly, be surprised what games are still in Quick Resume that you played, like, two <laughs> months ago, like mine. Yeah, I was playing, like, there's certain games that Quick Resume doesn't really work on. Like, I know yeah. Destiny is definitely one because it requires you to connect to a server, and then it'll kick you out if you're not playing. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's that. Yeah. But uh, one game, like, I was playing Gears Hive Busters at one point yeah. on my Series X, and... Uh, I quit, like, I stopped playing, and I was playing something else. This was, like, two months ago. I turned it on the other day, and I was like, man, I really want to, I should probably finish Hive Busters at some point. It literally loaded right into where I was when I quit playing two months ago, and I'm like, oh, well. 
okay well let's just keep going i guess <laughs> it was cool yeah uh, yeah it, it's yeah and it's it did crazy. it it did it through like the console update and everything it just saved my place yeah so yeah that, that the quick resume stuff like yeah as long as it's implemented it's kind of you know it's not not similar in what it does but similar in in uh comparison to you know like the kind of the the nice thing of having it there you know kind of like the the controls and stuff and uh you know the haptic feedback that's in the ps5 like when a game actually implements those things and uses it you know it it's a it's an awesome thing to have and it's and that's kind of how how it feels with the with the quick resume is you know it's just an awesome thing that we maybe didn't even realize that we wanted that that's just really been nice to have yeah. so yeah there's so yeah there the quick resume stuff um yeah they've kind of did that um there's also some new audio pass through features for media apps and new dynamic backgrounds for Xbox Series X like i said so yeah there's um so with the whole uh pass through stuff so essentially it's giving people the option to use some of the other their other like things that maybe people want to use instead to to adjust sound and things like that outside of the Xbox I guess um I don't know a whole lot about that personally but and they they also have been uh making some pretty um uh nice uh updates on the mobile app and things like that so so there's yeah a lot of oh oh this was kind of cool too i thought so uh per uh per title multiplayer permission so like you can uh, you can essentially in the app now you can go in and pick exactly what games in your library you want to be allowed for your kids to be able to play online on and not have to like you know, always be monitoring everything and try to, you know, like try to have to, when they want to play something, be like, okay, let me hop on the app. And, you know, like you can just all have it preset for certain things to allow uh, kids to be able to play multiplayer on, on whatever titles uh, you give uh, permission to, which is, is just kind of a nice, nice little, uh, you know thing thing that they added so so yeah that's that's, that's pretty really much cool. yeah that's that's pretty much it for that but yeah i mean not a, not it's one of those things it's not really a whole lot of talking topic but just kind of a yeah a cool, well i mean cool that's thing. it's it's cool because like there's games that are rated mature like halo right <laughs> which is like yeah okay we're shooting aliens whatever right yeah it's not yeah. really gory or anything it's just shooting guns but mm -hmm. then you get games like Gears or Doom that are just over yeah. the top gory that are also rated mature, and it's like, well, mm -hmm. I don't really, I don't really care if a ten year old plays Halo, but I don't really need a ten year old playing Gears or Doom. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's too much, especially you know nightmares, all those kinds of things as well. You know, yeah. like because that's like, yeah, with my my son, you know, now is being ten and. There's been some horror movies and stuff. He's he's definitely showing that interest in horror movies like like his mom and dad have, and so he's <laughs> been wanting to watch a lot of horror movies and stuff like that. And yeah, there's certain things that I'm like, oh yeah, it, 
this technically isn't for your age quite yet, but it it's nothing that that you know like I know I know my son enough that he he'll be able to handle handle this or whatever you know yeah and so yeah it's kind of the same thing because yeah he he actually did um last year he started playing the first the first halo and he's playing he was playing through the campaign for the longest time and was really enjoying it um you know i kind of helped them get started and kind of figure things out a little bit you didn't play split screen multiplayer with him (laughs) no terrible dad no (laughs) i'll be honest it's probably he'll probably enjoy the game better if i'm not playing with them (laughs) i don't want to i don't want to be like you know telling him what to do and everything i want him to be able to figure that stuff out on his own and then when he's when he's you know getting getting used to games like that then i'll play then I'll play with him and, and, you know, we can both enjoy it then. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, but yeah, it, yeah, that is, that is cool. I really do like kind of the stuff that they've really been trying to do with the whole, you know, like family stuff, parental stuff, you know, all those kinds of fun things kind of like with the, um, what, what the, you know, Nintendo switch kind of did with their app and, I think I think uh, doesn't doesn't PlayStation doesn't PS4 and five have have a whole like thing app too that you can use for setting things up or like some kind of like features where you can I thought they had that stuff too. Uh, I they, think they have they, something similar. They yeah. do, but given that I don't have children, I yeah <laughs> yeah no. I believe yeah, yeah. No, I believe there's I, there's a parental there's like a parental yeah. setting and stuff like that. You know they. There's ways for there's ways for adults to like basically lock down things so you know there are, that your kids, yeah. you know, aren't you know going on doing stuff that you you'd rather not them doing and things like that. They yeah, have it. I've just never looked into it because I mean, yeah. like, I've I've been a yeah I've been a single man for all my adult life. Well, oh wait wait hold on. I, I, the way I'm saying that sounds like I've never <laughs> never actually been in a relationship. Mm. <laughs> I've been a I've been an unattached man with with no kids all my adult life. So there's there's no you mean so you're saying there's no game that you think maybe you you won't be able to handle and you're not gonna allow you, <laughs> allow yourself to play. Oh, I probably well, shouldn't see, play this. I, I, I ran I ran myself through the trauma of Alien Isolation, so I think I'm good. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So so yeah. Mm. That there's. All that kind of, and so uh, the next the next thing I have this is kind of another another just cool move on their part. It's nothing like super big, but I mean it is a big deal. But um, so Xbox Party Chat is getting uh, text to speech and speech to text for accessibility. Um, you know, like helping out you know disabled gamers and stuff, which you know is awesome. Like. Like, I'm not going to lie, I think I might actually just try this, like, turn it on even though I don't need it, just to see, like, <laughs> what what kind of voice are they going to have? Are they going to have Master Chief <laughs> talking and saying, you know, saying all... It's Marcus that, Phoenix. Yeah. Now oh, that you said on. that, now, now I'm curious. Now that you said that, I'm curious. Yeah. Now. Well, I, I mean, or is it just going to be Cortana, you know? Like, is it just going to be Cortana saying everything? 
which like 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 she doesn't which Windows. I don't, yeah, yeah, which I you know, is what it is. I, I I don't you know I don't mind it. I don't I don't really use any of those things other than the you know hey Google or whatever, which I just probably made someone's stuff uh, <laughs> activate. But, yeah, yep. you know like Google. yeah. <laughs> I do that for you know, and because I can my lights now that I have like can, are activated by Google, but uh, but yeah, like other than that, I honestly I've never really used any of that stuff, other than I guess well I guess occasionally, well yeah no I didn't even use that I occasionally on my phone I will do, uh talk to text, on my phone like if I'm driving and someone messaged me or something and I'm. I don't want to, you know, be a bad driver futzing on my phone while I should be paying attention to the road. Uh-huh. <laughs> I will I will do the talk to text, you know, like and then just send send a text that way or whatever, but but yeah, I don't really use that kind of stuff, but I mean, you know, obviously this isn't for me anyways. This is for someone who who truly, you know, needs it to be able to get the best yeah out of out of what, you know, what they want to do and stuff. So it's all, you know, it's just yet again another another great thing that they're working on to try to try to help people who, you know, it's not as easy for them to do those things, be able to do it with ease and not not even have to think about it anymore. So, mm. so that's cool. And the next thing is something that some people have been saying they probably should have done <laughs> a long time ago, but. Uh, Microsoft is making, uh, con- uh, using the console purchase pilot to fight against scalp- scalping. So essentially, you can write from your Xbox, you know, last gen Xbox or whatever. Um, uh, you're you're able to uh, try to buy Xboxes through that, but it's it's like an actual app that doesn't allow you to um buy like tons of them like you you essentially it's kind of similar to in a way i i think to the whole ticket system that sony kind of did in the beginning with the ps5 but but this way it's kind of like you get you get your place in line and either you get one you know you're able to get one in those shipments or not and it's you know, and it's just essentially one one per per console is mm-hmm. is what I what I would imagine. Um, so yeah, I'm I and I honestly anything that someone's doing to fight scalping is is gonna get you know hand clap from me because you know mm-hmm. it really is annoying and you know and and it's hitting everyone people. You know, like trying to get stuff for PC and get the graphics cards and stuff for PCs and and GPUs or whatever. And uh, you know, like I mean, everyone is is really seeing just how um, disappointing uh, scalping can be. Yeah, actually, I I I honestly still feel like people are gonna find a way to like circumnavigate this system. It, it's it's just a thing. Like I I really wish it yeah. wasn't. Yeah. But... I mean, it's it's the same thing that PlayStation's doing. If you would through PlayStation Direct, right? You have to log in through your PlayStation account, and you're only allowed to buy one console per account. But there's been people who have bought you know multiple ones through yeah. that, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, it's a cool, it's a it's a nice 
I guess it's a nice gesture, but there's always going to be somebody working around the system. Mm-hmm. So. Well, then I guess then then that starts to make you think. Well, do they only allow people whose accounts are more than like a week old uh, be able to use it? Like, you know, have like a almost like a. Um, you know, like Microsoft, we know, is paying attention to how long you've had a an Xbox Live account. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, like where we were getting extra things for, you know, if you were a, an early adopter of the original Xbox Live, you know, on mm-hmm. the, the, the very first Xbox, you got like a special, like limited, you know, like, or not limited, but you got a special... Uh, uh, icon thing or whatever that that said that you were you know day one adopter or whatever yeah and uh or earlier adopter and i mean you know like do you because yeah maybe maybe someone authentically would get blocked out but i feel like if you're really like if you like what are the odds that you bought a, a playstation 4 and and just you know a long time ago and just we're getting x you know uh ps now or whatever just getting you know xbox live um that day or whatever like have it just go or or even just go by seniority you know like work your way down and so then the scalpers who just started an account or whatever those those accounts would be la- left for last, you know. Like, yeah. I mean, there there is ways they could technically, like, defeat it without saying that you absolutely don't have, you know, a, uh, a chance of getting one. But, but yeah. I mean, that, I I I guess all I'm saying is I'm just glad that they're trying to do something about it. Yeah. Because it's very obvious. Uh, People like Am or things like Amazon and all that stuff just don't give a shit because either way they're making money off of the mm-hmm. console. That's all they care about. They don't care about <laughs> if you're not if who's not getting one or who is or isn't and you know, so like I'm glad that they're trying to do something on their end. You know, because they kind of it you know, they almost have to because because, I mean, there were a lot of people that were calling them out and saying, hey, Microsoft, you know, figure something out. Make, you know, like, for this. And, and I, I mean, I guess this just shows that at least they're listening, you know. Mm-hmm. But like you guys said, I mean, I'm sure someone will figure something else around it. But yeah, but I'm, I'm just glad that they're at least trying to do something. I'm, yeah. I, I just hope that it works the way they intend it. Yeah. Yeah, same here. Yeah. And yeah, who knows? Like over time, you know, maybe it's something that will get better, they'll get better at or whatever, but but yeah. All right. So, the last the last thing that I had here is uh some people may have gotten their hopes up. I I really didn't. I didn't really honestly know what to think about this when I first seen any rumors of it, but uh, the uh, Gears devs shoot down the, the Star Wars game rumor. Uh, yeah. 
because there was that rumor that they were working on a Star Wars game, which would have been pretty cool. I'm not yeah, gonna the lie. Rumor, the rumor was they were working on a Republic Commando spiritual successor yeah. that had to do with the yeah. Bad Batch, uh, which yeah. would have been cool. Yeah, it would have yeah. been nice. But uh, I guess guess not. You know, if Rod Ferguson was still there, they would have. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> you know, it, uh, I'm not gonna say that it's that there is hope somewhere that maybe it is a, still a thing, but but it, the thing is, is you, it's it's like the Wild West sometimes, and and some of these things they they're trying to uh, you know direct you all over the place and uh, hope that they can confuse you and you don't don't know what's real and what's fake. So, but yeah, uh, yeah but yeah, but they did say that they are working on multiple things. So. Yeah. So I mean, we know we know we're not getting uh, Gears uh, Six anytime soon. Lame. We know that. Yeah. But, it's like, the... but but I, I I honestly though, if they're what if they are working on new IP though? Like I honestly would. I mean, well, I I would I, like to see. I hope IP. they are working on a new IP. Well, remember when the coalition was formed and they were called Black Tusk? Yeah. And they were working on that. Uh, stealth that third person stealth yeah. game called codenamed Shanghai. it was a it was like a diehard style game where it takes place in a skyscraper in shanghai and you work your way up the skyscraper to like save some some people that was like yeah that was their first project that and then uh when microsoft uh ended up buying gears from epic they moved they renamed them the coalition and uh put them on gears because they had hired Rod Ferguson, they had brought a bunch of Gears devs over from Epic who didn't want to work on Fortnite, uh, and uh, I mean the rest is history. But mm-hmm. maybe Shanghai is coming back, which would be cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, like that's that's kind of been something that we've seen from Microsoft with this this new this new you know version of them of where they're wanting to let these these uh these devs uh do their you know uh passion projects Mm -hmm. so i mean you know like if there is still any sort of like uh want for these you know for these devs to to get to fit a chance to finish that game Mm -hmm. like yeah i mean now would be a, a great time for that i think to happen yeah um yeah, I mean, I yeah, I'd I'd love to see some new IP. I mean, you know, and and I, and I we also know want they Gear can do Six because Gear well, Five was so good. Yeah, well, yeah, and I and I mean, I, we all do, but we you know we know that's gonna come someday, but but I you know like I, it is kind of nice. I think that hopefully they are gonna get a little bit of a of a break from it and maybe. You know, maybe from this new IP, that, if it is a new IP even, I mean, we, you know, that's the thing is we don't really know exactly for sure what it is. But but if it is a new IP, I mean, maybe they they come away from that with some aha moment that that like adds something even better to Gears when they're when they do work on the next one. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I mean, look at look at uh, Sunset Overdrive and then they went from that to Spider-Man and. And Spider-Man, from all accounts, is a phenomenal game, you know, like, and a lot of it was taken from Sunset Overdrive, you know, like, so, 
so I mean, maybe this is their their opportunity because I I believe there there's aren't they working on yeah. like new engine stuff for Gears? Uh, I mean, it's just Unreal Five instead of yeah. Unreal Four, right? So, yeah, yeah. Uh, man, side tangent. Yeah. <laughs> Look how many cool games that like Microsoft published like a predecessor to like you look at Quantum Break right which yeah. is basically the prequel to Control like yeah uh what a cool game i actually just redownloaded it so i could try to finish it at some point um i loved that game and then you look at Sunset Overdrive which is you know you, you even in the new Ratchet and Clank trailer you see the way that they jump and kind of like wall run and stuff that's clearly yeah. like you know, I don't know what came first, but that, that there's some Sunset Overdrive animation in there. And then Spider-Man, obviously, swinging yeah. around and whatever. Uh, if Microsoft wouldn't have effed up the launch in, like, yeah. that launch window, like, they could yeah. have really tied up some really cool studios for a while. And they just, they effed yeah. it up. And, yeah, I mean, they're doing great now, right? Like, they, they're doing a lot of great things now, but... They had some killer titles that they just let it get away. Yeah. Yeah, I you know, and I and I think that's I think I think the the, the thing that that makes me hopeful though is just how much of a positive stance they've kind of been trying to take in in the gaming world, you know, in general. You know, them throwing praises to to Sony and them throwing praises to Nintendo when when you know they have some major accomplishments and mm-hmm. you know and just kind of like trying to try and just trying to like kind of be something that's trying to bring every everything together a little bit I mean mm-hmm. you know like I I'd, I like I I've just been kind of noticing that a lot more lately like when they do have when they do talk probably because it, it's not as uh, often lately you know with covid and stuff a lot of stuff has just kind of been it's, it's been a little bit more on the jumbled side but I just noticed like that, that there's just a, a such a bit a massive change that has happened from you know even a couple of years ago like things yeah. are just they're just going about things so much differently and um yeah yeah i yeah so like but yeah back to the but that kind of goes back to like this whole gear stuff and like what we were talking about like i i just do hope that that we do get to see some like more even you know just small projects from some of these if they want to do some like passion project of something that you know like we normally would only see from like an indie game but with a much more polish and you know like a big budget behind it but getting to do some of these like things that that uh you know they normally wouldn't be able to do in a bigger budget game i yeah. that's kind of what i'm i imagine you know this this kind of opportunity that is they're trying to give these these developers uh-huh you know, just from the way that they've kind of been showing, showing that they they want to let people do the things that they want to do and not tell them, hey, you've got to make a Halo or, or hey, you've got to make this or you've got to make that, and that's all you can do while you're with us. You know, like 
it seems like they're trying to get distance themselves from that and give 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 more time when they need it you know like look at look at halo infinite <laughs> you know yeah. like they they i mean they had nothing about taking and, their time well <laughs> yeah and, take, well yeah. and well and they had nothing and for them to have the balls to just be like yeah we don't have any games coming right now and the only one that you were planning on coming out we're gonna yeah we're gonna delay that another year <laughs> that i mean that that took a lot of I just I just want to know what was going on behind behind the scenes that basically got the the flagship title for the launch delayed so long. Well, I would I would really like to know. Three four three is infamous for having production uh, pipeline issues. Like yeah, even way back to Halo Four when they were doing that, it's like man, even even when uh, I think when let's see. Bungie did Reach, and then uh, even with Halo 4's uh, uh, production schedule, that that game was supposed to come out a year be- before it did too. And then they actually thought about pushing it another year to launch on launch on the Xbox One, uh, but they decided to push it out on 360. Which, by the way, I for the record, I still think Halo 4 is the best Halo. Uh, I know a lot of people disagree with me. I'm okay with that. I don't care. Uh, but yeah, even Halo 5 was supposed to be like this semi-open world with hub areas that you could explore and take on side missions and stuff. They lost two directors and whatever. Like they, it's it's three four three has just been a mess forever. Uh, which you know, I I I want Halo Infinite to be good. I really hope that it's good, uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's well, I kind of uh, forgot so, where the question, where the conversation was going. But <laughs> well, just just with the uh, with Halo, like with the taking, you know, with them kind of giving the option of of letting letting developers and stuff have the time they need. Yeah, I uh, dang it, I wish I I had it in front of me because uh, to give. Uh, to have my facts straight on it but there essentially there was something i did come across recently where one of the x halo developers or something uh that was working with 343 and seen uh halo infinite and it's uh you know in in its recent uh creation and stuff like that that they had said that um part of the problem with uh with Halo Infinite and why it got delayed is because they they were kind of uh, taking on way too much and trying to be way too ambitious with with what they were trying to accomplish on it and I you know and I think part of that is you know the this kind of unfortunately the situation that they're in where they've they're like have to make this game like be the you know like feel like the best thing ever because everyone's saying that is it's got to be the best thing ever or otherwise it's going to be a failure for for them and it's going to be a failure for xbox and it's going to be a failure you know so there's a there's a lot of stress they're riding on i understand that to an extent like halo is their flagship franchise and they haven't you know 
They say they haven't had a good one in years, which I actually think Halo 5's multiplayer is the best it's ever been. Uh, yeah. It's awesome. Halo 5's yeah. multiplayer is awesome. The story sucked, right? Like, I, I played through that game three times. I still don't know what happened. Um, but, yeah, I feel like they have to nail the campaign. They have to nail the co-op. They have to nail the multiplayer. There's so many little aspects that they have to nail. And there's so many new things going into this game that it's like, okay, well, it's at least semi-open world. We know that, mm-hmm. right? New engine, new, like, kind of, pro- not protagonist, but, you know, new character that they're introducing that we still don't have a name for, so he's got to be important somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're implementing an enemy that was that was only in a game that barely anybody played in Halo Wars 2, right? Like, they're implementing the, the uh, what are they called? The Was it the Brute? No. It's, I mean, the Brutes are the race, but I forget what they're called. Um, it's all right. I hope Luke Lore doesn't listen to this, because he's going <laughs> to... Halo Wars 2 is, like, his favorite game. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, they, there's just so many things. Plus, like, the development hell that that game's been in, there's so many things working against this yeah. game that I really hope that they pull it off. Which, by the way, I know everybody loves Halo 2. Infamously had one of the worst development cycles of any game in history. Yep. And it's everybody's favorite Halo. So mm-hmm. you can point to that and say, well, maybe this one will be all right. Yeah, un- <laughs> unfortunately... I mean, or, you know, like you said, the kind of however you want to look at it. But, yeah, I mean, Halo is a franchise in general. Is It has had quite a few rocky, you know, uh, develops uh, for some of those games that, yeah, ended up being amazing games. So, yeah, I, I mean, you know, I don't want to kind of compare you know i mean there, there's still that worry i mean look at you know what happened with with anthem with you know when when you have a a name or a, you know or whatever but and then a team and that might be different than what was originally there or whatever but but i i that's the thing is i i don't really doubt that 343 can make a good game because you know like you said like i you know, I think they do a well a well enough job with things, but I can see where the stress kind of of them feeling like they've got to like overachieve, you know, end up being being something that gets in their way, and I and and it seems like that might possibly be what what was happening, is them trying to overachieve, and just getting in their way. But um, if I remember correctly, though, this this ex-developer though also said that that he's he's you know seen stuff and you know that that early video that we got of it and that people just tore apart the like Mm -hmm. the problem with a lot of that stuff was they didn't have they didn't have everything implemented that they that they had planned on having in it it was just kind of a it was one of those situations where they probably would have just been best to not show anything until it was ready until mm-hmm. they had something ready that they could give a, a good, you know, representation of what it was going to be or a better one anyways. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, either way, I'm, I'm excited. And I, I honestly, I think it's going to end up being a really good game. 
Um, I, you know, like I, I don't see it failing whatsoever. I think, yeah. I think if anything, it's going to just be like, you know, maybe, maybe the, the fans of Halo, like love it and it doesn't maybe bring as many uh new people to it as they would hope like at the worst well but i don't, will it? I don't because think like, it's gonna fail because i i feel like with its multiplayer being free to play yeah uh, well that's true yeah, yeah and I, it I being on game pass i feel like this has the potential of being the most successful halo yeah ever. yeah i mean yeah, I, I completely forgot about the whole like yeah the the free to that that they're on the multiplayer will be free to play, and yeah, and I mean if they you know like look at there was people who wanted a a story mode for Overwatch and stuff, and now you know now they're doing that. So I mean if you look at it that way, where yeah. here you know you've got a game that's multiplayer and anyone can play. And they're like, hey, I would really like to know more about these characters that I'm playing as. You mm-hmm. know, maybe I will go check out the the uh, actual game. So yeah, mm-hmm. you're you're right on that. I I completely f- forgot about the fact that it was free to play because I'm just not used to a Halo multiplayer being free to play. But, but yeah, yeah so. <laughs> sorry, Leron. Yeah, I know you don't care about Halo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah not, not, there's I'm no not monster gonna... hunting in halo sorry <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, yeah i i played combat involved i had i had fun with that me and a buddy me and a buddy played the we did the, we did the side-by-side thing because I, I remember that we did the side-by-side thing on that one and um it just never stuck for me long enough to, to stick around i keep telling myself if i hadn't if, if if i actually was an active xbox like consumer like I would probably be playing all the Halo games and stuff like that. I do have the Master yeah. Chief collection though from uh, yeah. from Game Pass. Just just having like just gotten the gumption up to start. Here here's the thing though is like I understand like Halo made the Xbox, but I feel like for me at least there are so many other franchises that I like. Not that I that that I don't like Halo. I love Halo, but there's so many other Xbox franchises that I love that I would love to see come back at some point or. Mm-hmm. you know them get a sequel like gears is probably my favorite by far uh xbox franchise i'm excited for the new fable i'm excited for perfect dark i want a new conquer i want a new banjo uh that ba- even that battle toast game that came out last year was uh, like it was kind of fun and i was like man if yeah. they made an ninja turtles game like this it'd be awesome and here we go they're going to right but uh i don't know i I'm of the mind as like as long as Halo is good, it plays good. The campaign is better than Halo 5's, uh, and they just keep going with it. With Game Pass going on, it's like uh, Halo's going to be fine. Xbox has so much in development right now that you know, mm-hmm. even if Halo isn't the perfect ten that people think it should be, I think the Xbox is going to be fine. Well, and- yeah, and we still got a perfect ten game coming, you know, to Xbox this year in Flight Simulator. I know, I know that's kind of a niche game, but, yeah. but I mean, you know, like that's the thing, you know, like it, we definitely at least we know that that the the Xbox that goes five years without having, you know, any any real you know new new exclusives or new IPs coming out. 
and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like that that Xbox doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. You know. So but but as far as yeah, as far as the Halo goes, like I I've never really been too worried about it. Uh, yeah, I've I've had like my you know, my times where I'm just like, well, you know, what you know, what if this or that, but I honestly like if it's anything like like uh gears five was where you know they opened it up it's funny it like still to this day it's just crazy how just that little bit of a change that they made to gears five and like focusing on a different character for me like just that game was so amazing it's like like honestly i didn't care about gears as much as you do Corey and tell like honestly gears five made me Mm -hmm. care more about the franchise because i really liked that story that they did in that so so if they if they switch it up and they kind of do and it's something similar like that for Mm -hmm. for halo infinite like Mm -hmm. honestly i i could i'm all for it yeah all for it so yeah all right well that brings us to the end of the show so since i brought the brought it back we're gonna throw up the x (laughs) sure why why not yeah (laughs) but before we exit laron uh where where can people find you uh, you can find me on social media at exodus803, E-X-O-D-U-S-803. It's also, also find me on Twitch with that handle. Also on PlayStation Network, Xbox Live, uh, all that good stuff. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I am one of the hosts for the Crossroads PlayStation podcast show for uh, for Bossverse Network. I was about to say Bossverse Games, but, we, <laughs> yeah. but we're, we're, we're yeah. rebranded we're now. Tired. Yeah. To be fair, I said Boss Rush. Well, BossRushGames.com, I said in the beginning. But I think we're changing. Or is that staying? I I forget. Is that staying the same? Or is it technically we've got both now? We've got both. Yeah, Yeah, or you can go to either. You can go to either. Yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, so uh, catch me on catch me on my Twitch channel Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Well, 8:30, uh, depending on depending on who we have in our third chair. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we talk about PlayStation there, and then come back on Wednesday night at eight thirty, same same location for Hunters for Hire, the Monster Hunter podcast. And um, I'm usually I'm usually a regular fixture on the uh, Boss Rush podcast uh, that that happens weekly. All right, and Corey, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at I am Corey HD. You can find me. Uh, hosting the Boss Rush podcast. You can find me hosting Tower Casuals, our Destiny podcast, and you can find me floating around the other shows. Also, check out uh, our archive stream, It's Our Party, where Ed, Celeste, and Stephanie and I uh, played like two and a half hours of Mario Party. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to do that with you guys uh, one of these days. And uh, yeah, shout out to... Um, uh, Kayla from Bad Bitches. She's got a switch and she's got Mario Party now. I said, I said, you realize yeah. now you're gonna have to come on uh, come on our shows and talk about games now that because <laughs> she like, should I come don't... on. No, she should come on and it will just make a drinking game, but just for her to where like every time she loses <laughs> a mini game, she has to drink. Oh boy, like a half hour in. 
yeah because uh so yeah because she uh she's like yeah now i don't get any podcasting done because i just want to play <laughs> play on the switch so so I, I was like i joked in or well i mean it's not really a joke if she wanted to i said you'd be you know more than welcome to come and talk about games on uh on boss rush uh podcast one of these days if you want (laughs) (laughs) so but and uh as for me you can find me everywhere as phantom nxs yes even on psn (laughs) now so all right we'll we'll throw up the x one more time Uh, sorry for the fake out folks because we're about to exit (laughs) bye everyone (laughs) Goodbye. Have a good night.